Welcome to Conversations with Vegan Parents. This is a podcast where a group of vegan parents come together and chat about our experiences, share any resources, recommendations and support to other vegan parents. We are not qualified to give medical advice and health and nutrition advice, although we may have some special guests on sometimes to do this. We are parents offering ideas to other parents from our own experience and knowledge and can hopefully point you in the right direction to companies and websites that can give you that advice. This week we're joined by Dana, who's been vegan four years and has a six-year-old and an eight-year-old. Patricia, who's been vegan ten years and has a ten-year-old and a seven-year-old. And me, Christy. I've been vegan for four and a half years and I have a five and a half-year-old. In this episode, we talk about reading food labels. It can be really daunting when you first become vegan. How do you know if something's vegan? The list of ingredients is so long and so many e-numbers that you don't know what they even stand for. And what do they mean? In this episode, we talk about the steps we take when buying foods, how we read labels, and what we do if we don't know if something is vegan or not. We also share a couple of apps that we use to help when we're in the supermarket buying food. Let's jump in. Hi Dana, hi Patricia, thank you for coming on Conversations with Vegan Parents. So we're going to talk about reading food labels. How do you guys manage looking at and understanding food labels when you're shopping? Uh, hi, yes, I, when I come to, to read the labels, I had to check a couple of things. First of all, and obviously, uh, if it's vegan or not. And secondly, if it's gluten-free. Unfortunately, my son and me are both um, intolerant. So the, when I, I read the labels, it's not just uh, checking their in front, obviously, or the back, because the, maybe it's not in bold uh, colors, though um, the, all, the second um, consent, if uh, one of those E number, uh, sometimes there are some of the preser- uh, preservative or antioxidant or whatever, that can be like something is called natural, uh, like a, uh, e120 and 12 so many of them it's no way you can know all of them but uh, it comes from for example um insect crash insects as well and it's called natural but it doesn't tell you if really if it's vegan or gluten-free or whatnot so um, when i check in the the labels besides i mainly focus on the on the ingredients and if it um, contains any of the major um, f- uh, uh, food intolerance, like uh, soya or gluten and whatnot, should uh, supposed to be red. Uh, though sometimes there are hidden ingredients there, where it doesn't show on the east, I use the barcode or, or uh, the app uh, Food Maestro. And it just... Uh, food Maestro, was that? Yes, it is. And it's for food. Yeah. And uh, just tell me, you can uh, select on the menu what food uh, you can eat. And uh, it just tell me also the amount of uh, sugar and whatnot the food has. So I find it quite easy to use. Though uh, once I buy that, uh, that food, I know for next time I can use it. Uh, other app, uh, but it doesn't have the barcode, is uh, Bexafe. 
it's nothing to do with um, allergy wise but it tells you uh, any of those in amber is vegan friendly or not and, oh that's uh, good and it's good uh, both of the apps are free oh amazing um yeah message me in a minute with them and i'll make sure when we i put up the notes that we share these underneath so people can download them there's a um another one that my mum uses a lot which i did use for a bit but then i stopped um is spoon guru that also you can put in your filter of what you want it to highlight um but quite often it says there's not enough data so i don't know how often that's updated and whether it'll improve do you often get that with the two other apps that you use patricia the food maestro some of the in in food and maybe if you buy for the world um um how you say the world um food selection some of them are not on the app or or they are completely brand new but uh, my, but usually it's, it's fine, but only it comes to, to food, nothing else like for later or anything like that. Okay, yeah. yeah. But yeah, some of the product may, you know, find it there and you have to Google it. Yeah, yeah. Do, um, Donna, how do, what do you do? Yeah, I think, I mean, when you first go vegan, this is obviously a much bigger chore than, you know, once you've sort of got used to what products are and aren't vegan. Um, so like I remember like the first time I went shopping I was like literally looking at every package thinking oh god this is horrendous but after a while you obviously start realizing well that's vegan that isn't and then it becomes a lot easier and to the point now where you know unless there's a product that maybe I haven't seen before and then I would would look it up but the the great things is you know your milk and your egg are always going to be highlighted I mean obviously you can most of the time tell if it's got meat in it a couple of times maybe with things like crisps you could get caught out um uh and I have I have been caught out a couple of times there's there's a time I bought some nuts um and they had honey in, and I just didn't think to check for honey at the mm. time and I think you know don't beat yourself up when you're kind of new and starting out if you do make these mistakes you know that that does happen we've all made them I'm sure um and but one of the great things is like keeping an eye out on things like I think the website is super vegan supermarket finds like they've got lists of vegan products so you can kind of and they're visual as well so you can go on there and kind of look at yeah. what products are yeah. and and you think oh gosh I didn't or even in like Facebook groups sometimes people will share a product you think oh, I never knew that was vegan like um, and then you suddenly realize you can start eating something that you you know these accidentally vegan products I guess that you didn't you didn't necessarily know but I, I think supermarkets are getting better now at, at labeling stuff they're not they're not always perfect um and sometimes you can look at a product and even when supermarkets are good and they'll it'll say vegetarian and you can't for the life of you see what it could be and you've googled your e-numbers um and none of them seem to come up and you can't work out why it's it's not and even it doesn't appear on the vegan supermarket list and it's like there's like no rhyme or reason mm. sometimes as to why these products um, so, I, I mean, I would absolutely love, uh, you know, to be kind of more mandatory. Um, I, yeah, to label it. To label it with, the, you know, that most of the time they, they have vegetarian on a product. So if it's vegetarian, then you've only really got to look out for your your milk and your um, your egg allergen. And then um, I think sometimes it's challenging because um, for it to be 
vegan or you know sometimes they say vegan friendly on there as well because it's like to be vegan certified obviously it costs money mm -hmm. to have that certification but also it has to be made in a factory that doesn't have any animal products and so if it's a company that is making vegetarian and meat products but this just happens to be vegan friendly they can't have that certification so sometimes when you're looking at a product and you're wondering what why it hasn't got the label sometimes that's the reason and it is vegan Mm. or vegan friendly it doesn't have animal products on it but they haven't either paid out for the certification or it's in a um factory that does handle animal products and so they can't have that mm. certification yeah if you don't know you have to just weigh up that decision don't you mm. it's like how much do i need this product <laughs> can i find an alternative that is vegan do i take that risk and i think sometimes it's okay if you can't you really can't tell but you know you can't prove that it's not vegan <laughs> but you can't prove it is vegan either then I think you're doing the best you can in a world that's not vegan. Yeah. And, you know, there's only so much you can do. And like you say, it's hard at first to read all the labels, but then you're not buying too many products. You tend to just buy the same thing every week. So you get to know what those products are. Um, and then it, it, once you know what those staple products are that you're buying, you've got a little bit more time and energy to read other labels. Mm -hmm. Um, I tend to just look at the bag, like you say, uh, milk, egg, no, <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> that's all right then. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. there's nothing obvious. Um, has it got a vegan sign? I actually think I look first for the allergens, the milk and the egg, because it's more obvious than the vegan label sometimes mm -hmm. that you've got to turn over and find where it says vegan. So I look at those two and then I'm like, okay, does it say vegan somewhere? Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm the same actually the egg the egg and the milk are definitely the two that I I kind of always look out for and I think one thing that like catches a lot of vegans out and probably caught me out early on as well is the free from range because then yeah. they're not <laughs> like a lot no, of people think yes. <laughs> and often they're in the kind of vegan section in the supermarket yeah. or the I suppose the free from section which crosses over into the vegan sometimes but you have to be so careful of like egg things now I know my mum who tries quite hard um to, especially with the kids and stuff she's always getting caught out with that and I'm like no <laughs> it's got egg in it or it's got milk in it <laughs> I think it was also like it's gluten-free quite a lot from the free from section as well like um someone was saying recently that they bought um on a Facebook post that they bought a free from lasagna and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I think it might have even been dairy-free and gluten-free but it had meat oh. in it <laughs> she was like I never even thought yeah. that this would have meat in it um but yeah so even in that section you've got to read the labels possibly more so mm -hmm. because you you're caught out mm -hmm. yes i need to read really everything it's like i bought a while ago syrup without thinking mm -hmm. it will contain gluten but it contains barley wow yeah so i have to say okay yeah my husband can have it so yeah luckily mm -hmm. it can have it so it doesn't go to waste but one, I make a mistake and I went back to Sainsbury straight away. Yeah, I couldn't say I want to retain this product because I'm vegan, because I don't think they have a policy for that. I just have to say uh, I, I am dairy allergy and they gave me the money back without any problem. So, okay. but yeah, but it, when it comes to, yeah, to, to reading for gluten and vegan at the same time, it can be, yeah, quite tricky. Yeah. yeah that's an extra level to to think about isn't it yeah yeah it it's... does especially because it affects my son quite badly it can be like for the whole week without going to the toilet at all and then he become grumpy and yeah it's and all those sort of things 
So I just say no now what to buy and make a lot of stuff from scratch. And also it's a group quite handy in, on Facebook. Uh, it's called Vegan and Gluten uh, UK. Uh, it's a lot of people just posting a lot of different food and they find it in the supermarket and are friendly to it. So, so yeah. Yeah, face, Facebook groups are very helpful, aren't they? They really like give you an insight of what people are finding and like I just shared the other day about um, the caramelized onion chutney because I didn't even think to read the label on that like I've been doing I've been vegan for four and a half years now and I've becoming lazy probably at reading labels and I'm just like yeah okay get some onion chutney and it had um, milk in it it had butter uh-huh. in it. and it's just like why would you put and it wasn't until like after we'd had some at Christmas that I actually was just like I don't even know why I started reading the label I read the label and I was just like whoa (laughs) that's what's happened there it's just like it's putting everything the same with gluten like you've got sausages like not vegan sausages but I remember my friend was gluten-free before I became vegan and she's just like yeah I can't have those sausages and it's like there's gluten in sausages there's butter in everything it's just like they just sneak it in everywhere. And I was surprised when a few years ago I found out that in some places are they born to, to sugar. And, uh, and I think in some places on the States they do that, but I think they banned mm-hmm. from here a while ago. Yeah. And that was... Yeah, we're okay in the UK, but yeah, in America that yeah. uh, crushed up bones to, to, I think it's to, to make. The sugar more white yeah absolutely awful it's ridiculous so it's like not even the product itself so it's not just about um the things that we know so like dairy milk um eggs um meat it's like like you said e120 which is crushed up insects no one knows that e120 is that that's why they can get away with putting it in there. That's why they've given it an E number. If you say crushed up insects, people aren't going to buy that product. Exactly. And it's also things like sugar. So like, yeah, we're okay here, but there's other things like, so wine, you know, they don't say that, oh yeah, we float dead fish in it to uh, ferment it or whatever, you know, that they, they don't share the process. So there's that element as well. So even though you're looking at a food label on the ingredients of it, the process of how it's made or how, what happens to make the ingredients is not always labeled and clear so it's like sometimes you can look at a food label and be like okay it doesn't say it's vegan but i can't see anything on here that might not be vegan you still don't know mm, do you yeah, you're never 100% say, sure. i'd rather not to buy and go home and google it or i don't know it's just very difficult yeah. because it's not it's by law they can't have that that label still in some of the products I think because it's not mandatory yet and it because it costs money and they maybe don't want to increase the price of the products so they so yeah and I think the wine is the I think some something changing on that but it's not mandatory yet no. yeah it's obviously it's quite hard as well sometimes with where they have like different words for things so like milk can also be called like whey powder or um different things like that we've got honey or you've got beeswax I know they're slightly different things but it's like it's not just the one thing to look out for and then obviously you've got gelatine which is another one that can sneak into products and I think one of the things Mm. when I came vegan it's kind of a nice thing really is that you you do start looking at what's in your food because prior to being vegan I don't really think I 
gave it much thought I just ate whatever I could and when you do start researching things and you find things like crushed beetles and even like the process for gelatine I mean it's it's actually disgusting I don't know why anyone would want to eat that yeah. <laughs> and then like you know yeah. and, and to think like that it's just not necessary in so many of these products where they use them I suppose because they're a cheap byproduct but um it's it's almost like unbelievable what is in some of our foods and you know now that you're vegan you start reading these labels you start thinking ah oh, <laughs> blimey what was I eating I think there was a another thing that something to do with beavers it's like secretions from beavers there's a sure. e number or something and yeah. I can't remember what that's in it's in some strange products but it's ridiculous <laughs> isn't it it's just like who it's thought I'm like yeah, what is this are these beavers captured or something or are they like in the wild and you're just like collecting oh it's ridiculous and I think it's crazy like if you said to a child you know these Haribo sweets that you're loving and you're asking for the whole time you know they've got crushed up cow bone in them it's like is that what you want to be eating I suppose they're eating a dead cow anyway so why not have the bone as well (laughs) I think you know they they children won't want wouldn't be wanting that if they knew it was in shiny and red. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. I mean, my kids, and my kids know <laughs> now, like, pretty much where their food comes from. And they, you know, I, I even if I wanted to give them meat now, they just wouldn't accept it because they, they love animals and they, they can just, they have they morals. Can just see it. Yeah. And I, I think any, and, and actually, we've had issues like at school and stuff when my kids are homeschooled now, but when they went to school and other parents and stuff and, when their children have like raised questions with mm. my kids and they've given them an honest answer and then you kind of get told oh parents are not liking it yeah <laughs> don't don't it's tell like, my children i've always been honest <laughs> yeah, yeah i just think it's like yeah always being honest and frank with it it's like yeah this is what happens and this is uh people put it in there and i think like my, my sister's quite good in the she's not vegan but she is super honest and i guess it's still it desensitizes them think you know they're, they're not thinking about the life of the the um, animal but at least she's saying you know yeah this is a dead cow that we are eating but you know yeah parents who don't share that information no because they just, know uh, that's gonna hurt the sensitivity for of their children and they want to protect them but, uh, but at the same time they're not being honest so yeah mm. and yeah and the and uh, got also a bit of trouble as well on that years ago when my son was giving for a birthday party a pack of Haribo and my and he went back to their birthday again and he said mm, sorry do you know where it's coming from and he, start, he started to explain her the whole thing and, and the man was giving a really bad looks to us so I had to pull him back and you know apologize and whatnot so yeah, yeah, so sometimes children are being very honest and you just being, you know, squashing in a corner. So <laughs> but sometimes when that comes from a child it's it's so much more impactful. Um you know, yeah. if we said that to an adult, I know once we were walking through a supermarket because we used to do all our shopping online actually and then I took my daughter into a shop and I hadn't even realized that she'd never seen like the row of dead animals that they have in the supermarket and mm-hmm. someone put like a chicken in like a full chicken meal in their basket and my daughter was like horrified that she's like started screaming and going that man has got a dead chicken in his basket <laughs> like and everyone's looking at us like well, I actually like secretly just you know was, was pleased. pleased and I thought yeah. it was great that she'd done that <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> I think one thing as well with labels is obviously we're quite lucky with food and that everything's listed but then like I think we, we did mention about wine and also then cosmetics is the other thing because there's a lot of pr- products where things aren't listed so the non-food items mm. that does become more difficult even with things like clothing and um, you know having to look at labels in much more detail and understanding what the different because they use all sorts of different names in um, cosmetics, for example. Um, so, yeah. and then obviously you have the other aspect of is it cruelty free and vegan? Because they they can be cruelty free yeah. and not vegan, or vegan and not cruelty free. So, yeah, which I, you know is really hard to get your head around it. I can understand. Oh no, yeah. What can I? Which way can I understand? I don't think I can understand how one can be without yeah. the other. But um, yeah, that's a whole another world, isn't it? Beauty products and my my take on it is that I don't buy yeah. anything. <laughs> I, I don't wear makeup. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Uh, you know, I literally I'm buy insane, nothing. Actually. But um, <laughs> yeah, that that'll be a whole another podcast to itself. Mm. I think that yeah, it, yeah such a minefield, isn't it? Yeah. I really buy any makeup and don't really you know, don't go out as much. But, but yes, you really need to read uh, because some of the uh, ingredients are not very obvious and it's difficult to know, to understand what ingredient is, what, you know. But, but yes, like bee wax and the gelatin are the most obvious in the in lipstick and uh, makeup in general. Yeah. Mm beeswax has an e-number as well doesn't it so i remember this came up about the percy pigs was it or some one of them in marks and spencers and people thought that they were Mm -hmm. vegan friendly because you know there's not there's no gelatin in it there's no um i don't know if you know but um someone pointed out one of the e numbers is beeswax so instead of even writing beeswax they've given that an Mm e-number and uh i think gelatine can sometimes show up as an e-number as well that they, they list the e-number for it rather than the word gelatine really can be, oh. can be sneaky i mean i assume with sweets i assume they're not vegan unless i'm told otherwise like that's the safest way because yes unless it's sweet yeah. Yeah. very rare i mean nowadays actually there are some more but they do tend to say vegan on them the sweets yes uh, I, I find I think, uh, yeah, no, I think they do say vegan now. Like, um, what is it? The the strawberry laces. Mm. I think their co-op is doing pretty good at the moment. Yeah, with, uh, I saw that. Range. I yeah. think I just saw a post the other day. And uh, I used to live near a co-op and we've just moved, which oh, is yeah. disgusting. <laughs> it's like, no. <laughs> but uh, there's so much online as well. Like, you, you don't have to go to a normal in inverted commas supermarket you know there's a vegan kind supermarket you can do online shopping you can go you know individually to sweet shops online vegan specific places and so you can just avoid the whole needing to read a food label by buying from these specific places just to make it a little bit easier yeah i think i think with sweets that's often what i do actually i tend to buy from specialty um vegan shops because then you you know Mm. pretty well um what is and what isn't? I would say that Holland and Barda ha, has a few uh, treats uh, which are um, sugar and um, vegan. Yes. Yeah, they're pretty good at labeling, yes, aren't they? they? Are. And also, the customer service are quite good, uh, or at least on, on my case. When I be there and I wasn't sure about uh, some product uh, they went to, to look for and so yeah they told me all the ingredients if they were safe for you know for gluten and vegan wise 
So yeah, I never had any problem there. I think I think the main thing with um, you know when you're looking at labels is is to not beat yourself up too much. Like especially if you're a new vegan, you know, take it slowly. I know when I went vegan, I I started kind of cutting things out gradually. So I know this isn't for everyone, but I kind of cut out milk first, then then eggs, then then it was the honey then it was then I started looking at other things so I didn't overwhelm myself so much at the beginning and I think that's kind of you know just just you're on the right path you know you're going the right way that's how I looked mm. at it and and again yeah like replace one product at a time yeah kind of and then you know eventually it does it just gets easier you get more experienced at reading labels and um and then you can just shop shop don't worry yeah, if you mess don't up worry. <laughs> Yeah, just be proud of any little change you make, make a big difference. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you have found it helpful in some way. Come join us over on Facebook at Conversations with Vegan Parents Podcasts, where we can continue this conversation and where I will share any links to any of the websites that have been mentioned in the recordings. If you have any topic ideas for future recordings or you want to join us in any of the recordings, then please do message me. You can message me on Facebook at Conversations with Vegan Parents Podcasts. You can find me on Instagram at Raising Myself or you can find the podcast on Instagram at Convo underscore with underscore vegan underscore parents or you can email me at Conversations with Vegan Parents at gmail.com.